When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And the crypto market is pumping like a mofo. You got to love it. In today's show, Bitcoin price hits a three-week high as we crack back above $17,000. I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis. In breaking news, Binance is bleeding assets with $12 billion gone in less than 60 days. Also in today's show, Logan Paul backflips on defamation lawsuit against CoffeeZilla and apologizes. That's right. I'll be breaking down this latest drama and saga as it continues. Also in today's show, the Digital Currency Group is under investigation by U.S. authorities, according to this latest report. That's right. The authorities are reportedly investigating internal transfers from the digital currency group to its subsidiary, Genesis. Also in today's show, the Department of Justice officially sees over $456 million worth of Robinhood shares tied to FTX founder, Scam, Bankman Freed. Also in today's show, Ethereum-based altcoin witnesses its largest spike in well activity in a year and a half. I'll be breaking down this latest insight report from Santiment. Also in today's show, analysts who warns of two $2.3 billion elephant in the room for Bitcoin breaks down what it means. That's right. Wiley followed crypto analysts is warning of an elephant in the room that can trigger yet another massive sell-off event for the king crypto. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. <laughs> Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Welcome everyone tuning in to today's episode of Crypto News Alerts, podcast episode number 1158. I'm your host, JV. Today is January 9th. And as you can see, we have Bitcoin trading at roughly 17,300. It's about time as we finally broke that critical 17K resistance. But let's dive right into today's crypto market watch. Let's go. Checking out Coin360 here. We can see once this baby reloads, Bitcoin is currently up 1.2% for the day. We also have Ether up 5% for the day, now trading above $1,330. Solana is one of the top gainers, up literally 23.5%, trading above 17 bucks. Also, we have Dogecoin up almost 8%, Litecoin up over 7%, Matic up over 6%, even Binance Coin is up 5% for the day. And checking out uh, CryptoMarketCap.com. We can see the current crypto market cap back on the rise at $857 billion with $42 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. Bitcoin dominance also on the rise at 38.9% with the Ether dominance at 19%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours. Gala leading the pack up a whopping almost 60% trading at 4.2 cents, followed by Zilliqa up a whopping 46% trading at 2.5 cents, followed by Solana up 24% trading at $17.20. Below that, we have Optos, Curved Out Token, and Optimism. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week, AC of Green, which I know you all love to see, Gala leading the pack up a whopping 148%, Zilliqa up 55%, Solana up 55%, and just massive 
gains for the altcoin market and checking out the crypto greed and fear index we're still currently rated a 25 in extreme fear i expect that to be uh, updated and finally out of extreme fear by tomorrow with the pumpage going on in the market. Yesterday was also a 25, last week a 27, and last month a 27 in fear. So there you have it. How many of you are pretty pumped about this current pump? Let me know in the comments right down below. And let's dive in right in for today's uh, Bitcoin technical analysis and share with you the five things to be on the lookout in the Bitcoin market this week. Number one, Bitcoin price finally surpassing 17K. Bitcoin managed to spike higher at the January 9th weekly close, hitting levels absent from the chart since December 16th, as you can see here in this chart from Bitstamp. Now, despite only adding several hundred dollars, the move on Bitcoin did not go unnoticed given the extremely compressed trading range in place for many previous weeks. Nonetheless, eyeing potential continuation, traders were less than willing to change their longer-term conservative perspective, quitting Crypto Tony here onwards and upwards to my 17.3, 17.5 target. I have taken some profit here on my scalp long and remain in my short as long as we are below 17.5 on the four-hour closure. We also have crypto analyst Mikhail Vande Pop, who shared, still watching a case like this on Bitcoin. He confirmed alongside a chart and shared, I think we'll continue rallying coming week, but probably have a drop due to Gemini or correction on Monday first. Meanwhile, venture founder, contributing analyst at on-chain analytics platform CryptoQuant reminded investors to zoom out. Quoting him here, Bitcoin has been stuck between 16 and 18.5 for two months now. Watch this range very, very carefully. A break from either direction can bring 20 percent volatility, which could happen soon. A definitive break of 16 can see 13 and make 18.5 support. Then we can see 22,500. Now for the next factor to keep your eyes out on this week, CPI countdown returns as risk asset traders. Eye the volatility. That's right. All eyes, including those of the Fed, are on inflation data this week with the December print for the CPI due for release. CPI, which will greet markets on January 12th, which is three days away, is a key component of Fed policy and traders and analysts are alike are keenly aware that the signals it provides can lead to shifts on its stance. Quoting uh, analysts here, expecting enormous volatility, huge cash position and light position size for me, said the trader. And also uh, others noted the unusual timing of the CPI schedule with the data coming two days after a speech on the economy by Fed Chairman Jerome Powell. Unfortunately or fortunately, the speech is on Tuesday while CPI on Thursday. So any hawkishness will be undone post-CPI number. Numbers on Thursday, one response read, adding that market reactions to Powell's speech may be amount or amount noise. And according to the CME Group's FedWatch tool, which you can see on your screen, the chances of a 25 basis point rate hike this month currently stand at 75% versus a 25% chance of a larger 50 basis point move. Now for the next factor to keep your eyes out on this week is the digital currency group publicly facing the music. That's right. As the fallout from the FTX saga rolls on, it's the institutional investment giant DCG coming in for grilling this month. Exposure to FTX heightened pressure on certain DCG subsidiaries, an increasingly complex story, which are going to be breaking down in great detail later here in the show, which has even raised questions about the future of the largest institutional Bitcoin investment vehicle, that being the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, GBTC, which currently has Bitcoin assets under management in excess of 
10 billion dollars. Its share price, according to data from CoinGlass, trades at an implied 44% discount to the Bitcoin spot price. And we also have Exchange Gemini had some of its assets frozen in DCG from Genesis Trading after it halted withdrawals in light of FTX. Its co-founder, Cameron Winklevoss, has publicly appealed to DCG CEO Barry Silbert for answers, which I read for you in that open letter. January 8th, he wrote in that open letter to Silbert, making a deadline for the situation to be resolved, but with time up. Silbert himself disputes this as he shows here. DCG delivered to Genesis and your advisors a proposal on December 29th and has not received any response. Now for the next factor to keep your eyes out on this week is the Bitcoin market. That's miners break severe selling streak. That's right. The Bitcoin miners have been on the radar for most of 2022, but the Bitcoin price dip, which followed the FTX implosion, worsened an already tenuous situation. That's right. The heavy sell pressure from Bitcoin miners that have barraged the market for the last four months has finally subsided for now, said William Clemente, the on-chain analyst. This data showed that the 30-day net position change for Bitcoin miners, this in fact beginning to increase versus the prior month. And separate Glassnode data suggests the observation with miners, Bitcoin reserves hitting their highest in a month on January 8th. Now, buying the Bitcoin hash rate, the estimated processing power dedicated to mining, we have Jan Wustenfeld, analyst at crypto research advisory firm Quantum Economics, who was equally upbeat on the status quo, quoting him here, it is crazy how the hash rate, albeit miners coming under heavy pressure, has only corrected a bit over the last two months of 2022 and now is even increasing considering the 30-day moving average. Now for the next factor to keep your eyes out on, that's extreme fear, meeting 18-month crypto volume lows. That's right. Over the weekend, the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, which compiles a sentiment score from a basket of weighted triggers, dipped back to the top of its most bearish bracket, extreme fear, as I pointed out. As a first for 2023, extreme fear is nonetheless familiar to long-time market participants who watched the sentiment endured its longest ever stint in the index's lowest zone last year. Now for the fifth and final factor to keep your eyes out on this week. Well, I guess that was the fifth factor. Lo and behold. So there you have it. And as pointed out here by Whale Chart, Binance is bleeding in assets literally with 12 billion gone in less than 60 days as the contagion continues and more and more crypto investors are moving their crypto to self-custody as they should. But nonetheless, are you currently short-term bullish or bearish for crypto, including the King Crypto BTC? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below, which takes us to our next saga of the day, and that's Logan Paul versus CoffeeZilla. That's right. This is an interesting turnout as YouTuber Logan Paul deleted a video in which he threatened to sue internet detective CoffeeZilla over a three-part series that painted CryptoZoo project as a scam, which was Paul's project. According to CoffeeZilla, in a January 6th tweet, Paul promised to drop his threats of filing a defamation lawsuit over the videos. Quoting CoffeeZilla here, Logan called me. He said he is deleting the two responses and is dropping the lawsuit threats. I believe he is making a third response, which I'll be delaying my video to include. Hopefully this time he takes accountability and refunds the victims of CryptoZoo. That is what matters. And sharing the screenshot from CryptoZoo's Discord server, uh, Coffee Zilla showed a message from Paul, which I just shared and quoting him here, it was rash and misaligned with the trust issue at hand. So I called him today and apologized. The war is not with coffee. In fact, I am grateful he brought this to light. Sure you are, Logan. I will be taking accountability, apologizing and coming forward with a plan in the near future. But I must give credit where credit is due as Logan has finally taken some responsibility for his actions instead of just pointing the finger at CoffeeZilla saying, you're trying to defame me or pointing 
pointing the finger at Crypto King, who is another uh, very shady character in this whole crypto zoo launch who allegedly stole $6 million, according to some of the investigations. And everyone, all the scammers are just pointing the fingers at each other. So finally, Logan seems to be taking some responsibility, which is a good sign, but we'll see how absolutely this will unfold. The two YouTubers began a war of words after Coffee launched the first of a three-part series, December 17th, accusing CryptoZoo of numerous business malpractices while also calling out Paul, the face of the project. How many of you actually watched this three-part series by CoffeeZilla? Let me know. It was done extremely well. Coffee took him over a year to create this, and in return, he received probably roughly a million new subscribers from YouTube over the course of the month where he released it. Now, in his now-deleted response to CoffeeZilla, Paul accused Coffee of defamation, adding, I'll see you in court. And then Coffee mentioned in his post that Paul is possibly making a third response, but Coffee is not going to shed any further light at this time. But as soon as he does, I'll be keeping you posted what is shared. And where do you feel this is likely to turn out to? Do you think that Paul will take his words sincerely for what they're meant to be and do something about the victims of CryptoZoo, potentially give back the funds that they lost? Or do you feel he's likely to continue sweeping it under the rug and just saying all the right things while not doing the proper things as this scam has been going on for two years and Logan has been silent for the past two years until Coffee brought it to surface and then he had to address it because Coffee also has millions of followers, Logan has millions of followers and Logan's followers started to see Coffee's claims and he felt Yo, I got to do something about this. And his first reaction, let me threaten CoffeeZilla with a lawsuit and see if he'll stop the defamation. But unfortunately for Logan, that obviously backfired. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. Now for our next story of the day, which is the digital currency group currently under investigation by authorities. That's right. Crypto conglomerate DCG is under investigation by the U.S. Department of Justice's Eastern District in New York and the SEC. According to the Bloomberg report, authorities are digging into internal transfers between DCG and its subsidiary crypto lending firm, Genesis Global Capital. According to the report, which cited people familiar with the matter, prosecutors have already requested interviews and documents from both companies, while the SEC is running a similar early stage inquiry. And as of yet, no indictment has been brought against DCG or has either U.S. agency provided any info about the case. A spokesperson for DCG said the company was unaware of any investigation, quoting them here, DCG has a strong culture of integrity and has always conducted its business lawfully. We have no knowledge of or reason to believe there are any Eastern District of New York investigation into DCG. Now, Genesis is one of the companies affected by the contagious wave following the collapse of FTX back in November. According to the firm's disclosure, November 10th, it has $175 million locked up in an FTX trading account. Genesis halted withdrawals November 16th due to liquidity issues and has Engage with investment bank Miolis company and assists with the restructuring. Genesis currently owes $900 million to the crypto exchange Gemini. In fact, uh, Cameron Winklevoss points out that Barry Silbert actually owes one point, uh, roughly $1.7 billion, so it's a lot higher than expected. Now, they operated together a product called Gemini Earn, which allows crypto investors to earn 8% interest on their crypto loans. Gemini claims that DCG failed to repay Genesis, leading to the failure of payments to Genesis or Gemini's clients. And among other DCG subsidiaries is the Grayscale Investments, which is Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, Media Outlook Coindesk, as well as crypto exchange Luno and Bitcoin mining company Foundry. And as reported, most of Grayscale's trust funds are trading at a discount of roughly 44%. 
versus the spot price at this time with Ethereum Classic Trust trading at the deepest discount of 77% on January 4th, followed by Litecoin Trust at 65% and Bitcoin Cash Trust at 57%. So there you have it. Do you feel the digital currency group is likely to continue to be invested by the authorities? And how do you feel this will likely pan out? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. All I know is this, it is definitely not a good look with the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust being the largest Bitcoin trust in the world with literally billions of dollars worth of Bitcoin was at roughly 10 billion in total assets under management. So if DCG was to go under, this would be very, very negative, obviously, for the entire crypto sector. It could potentially take us to a new bottom for this crypto winner, surpassing the current low of 15,700, in my humble opinion, as the contagion continues to spread into 2023. With that being shared, now let's break down our next story the day, I was actually pretty relieved to see that the authorities seized the 356 million Robinhood shares from the FTX founder, Scam Bankman Freed, because Bankman Freed wanted to use this to pay his attorneys. Now, the U.S. Department of Justice officially seized shares of popular trading app Robinhood linked to SBF, despite objections from the disgraced FTX founder's legal team in a filing dated January 6. Prosecutors with the Commercial Litigation Branch of the DOJ Civil Division informed the bankruptcy court and the district in New Jersey that Robinhood Hood shares worth over $456 million, tied to the former crypto titan are now in the custody of the U.S. government. Quoting them here, the United States has seized over 55 million shares of the stock of Robinhood Markets, Inc. and $20 million in United States currency from an account at Ed and F Man Capital Markets, pursuant to judicially authorized seizure warrants issued in the Southern District of New York. And according to the filing, the seized assets constitute property involved in the violations of money laundering and wire fraud criminal statutes and are not properties of the bankruptcy estate. In November, FTX filed for bankruptcy after the crypto exchange failed to meet withdrawal requests from its customers. That's right. Now, the DOJ seizure comes as Bankman Freed's deals with an eight-count indictment arising from his alleged misappropriation of billions of dollars worth of FTX customer funds. In an affidavit filed with the Eastern Caribbean Supreme Court December 12th, Bankman Freed said he and FTX Chief Technology Officer Gary Wang borrowed funds from FTX sister firm Alameda Research to fund Emergent Fidelity Technologies, which bought the Robinhood shares. Bankman Freed owns 90% of the shell company. Now, Bankman Freed's lawyers argued that the emergent is not implicated in the insolvency of FTX and should not be a part of the bankruptcy proceedings. I disagree 100%. They also say the former crypto billionaire needs the shares to fund his legal defense. Cry me a river. This dude said he only had $100,000 to his name and then got out on bail for $250 million. The guy is the most shady character walking this earth involved in cryptocurrency. I think he should pay the time for doing the crime once he is found guilty and he should absolutely not be able to take advantage of that $400 million Robin Hood share. And I'm glad that the Department of Justice seized it and the authorities now have it so that Bankman Freed can't use that for his legal defense. But anyways, with that being shared, now let's break down our next story of the day. As Santiment Analytics points out, an Ethereum-based altcoin witnessed its largest spike in well activity in nearly 18 months. And that cryptocurrency is none other than Quant. That's right, the interoperable 
interoperability blockchain quant had 187 six-figure transactions january 7th the most since september of 2021 quoting sentiment here after its modest 10 percent plus spike after its last well activity spike december 30th quant has now shown a much larger amount of well transactions on its network today there are 187 quant transactions valued at a hundred thousand dollars plus its largest in 16 months and massive shout out to sentiment analytics i was actually on this live call with them as a guest speaker now the quant network powered by QNT is a protocol that aims to build connections between blockchains and provide real-world solutions at lower costs and enable new business and mitigate risk. Quant printed a green candle last week, putting in over 10% gains as the Ethereum-based token rallied from 105 bucks January 4th to 116 bucks at the time of this recording. Santiment also says that while crypto markets are slowly recovering as 2023 unfolds, they remain tightly correlated to the equities market. According to the firm, a break of the link between the two markets would be positive for the king crypto quitting them here crypto markets are continuing their steady 2023 recoveries especially ethereum and altcoins after some separation between the s&p 500 and bitcoin following the ftx implosion the two remain very correlated a correlation break would be good for btc now let me know if you agree or disagree with sentiment analytics and what are your thoughts surrounding quant the ethereum based cryptocurrency are you currently bullish or bearish on it it's a crypto that offers interoperability which is definitely a much needed uh, necessity. But with that being shared, now let's dive into our final story of the day, which is the moment we have all been waiting for, the $2.3 billion elephant in the room. That's right. A widely followed crypto analyst is warning of an elephant in the room that can trigger yet another massive sell-off event for the King Crypto. In a new strategy session, Nicholas Merton, host of Data Dash, tells his half a million YouTube subs that dormant sell-side pressure from the Mt. Gox debacle may rear its head and cause yet another leg down for the top crypto asset by market cap. Quoting Nicholas Merton, there is a question we need to ask as to whether or not the Mt. Gox trust is going because the price of Bitcoin to dip, or more specifically, what's more relevant is whether or not the long-awaited unloading of this Bitcoin back to its original hodlers is going to happen due to pressure from these holders to be able to finally get access to that Bitcoin. The second question is whether or not the sell-off from that is going to be the bottom, because as we saw during the last bull market with Mt. Gox BTC holdings not even dropped in half, it dropped from around 200,000 to 137,000 BTC. If we see this kind of sell pressure or in this case, unloading a Bitcoin in the supply of the open market, what is that going to mean for the Bitcoin price action? Great question. Mt. Gox is a defunct crypto exchange that was based in Japan, went bankrupt back in 2014 after being hacked. In July of 2022, it was announced that it will be repaying former customers as part of its bankruptcy proceedings. And more recently, there was news that these proceedings all got put Push back, so do keep that in mind. Merton says that the payment of Bitcoin to Mt. Gox's former clients could be an immense source of sell-side liquidity. As he shares here, I think it is going to be a mean, a brutal amount of sell-side pressure. People who have had Bitcoin since back then, when it was double, triple digits, just a couple of dozen dollars or a couple of hundred of bucks, they're going to want to start to take profits because they feel that Bitcoin as an asset is done for. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Nicholas Merton that we can likely see some massive sell-off event later this year when the Mt. Gox crypto of Bitcoin is finally released back to their holders. And to watch this video did with Nicholas Merton entitled, Is Bitcoin About to Collapse? Check the show notes below the video in the description. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.